There's our recording. Hit the right button finally. Yay! <laughs> All right. Well, I Kelly heard. has snuck away to get his coffee. We can talk about him behind his back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's back. Oh, he came back. He can hear us now. Dang it. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, we'll go ahead and cue up our music. That sounds funny. That sounds funny. TSF at that sounds funny dot com. Two blind brothers and blind sisters. Tell it the way we see it. Wake up, Scarecrow. All right, everybody. That is correct. We are the podcast. That sounds funny. This is the week of February 13th, 2024. It's Valentine's Day Eve. <laughs> Season four, show sixteen, episode one seventy one. There's all for stats for all of you anal retentive people out there. You need to know. I am your host Keith, and with me are I'm Terry and Jill. Yeah, I I, I shouldn't uh, call our fans anal retentive because after all, who is the one who keeps writing us down anyway? <laughs> me. <laughs> Anyway, we like to start off with a little bit of what's new. Does anyone have a question? Now, this whole thing is ridiculous. Could be a classic family story, something happening lately, funny life story, reading, watching, doing. I know I have, actually have a couple of things written on my list here. Well, you can go first if you want. I have. Uh, go ahead, Terry. Hmm? I go? have. A cat. I don't really claim it, but it lives in my house with us. And as, as they do. <laughs> they're, they're like teenagers. Um, and um, um, my wife today, you know, she put, she has this food dispensing bowl, you know, you, you put the food in the top and, and then it comes out the bottom, you know, and it's, they eat it. It's kind of like me. You know, put food on my top and it comes out the bottom. You know, the, the auto feeders, whatever you call oh, it. Oh, yeah, one of those things. You know, and uh, the cat will sit there and watch her do that. And it it has learned that if it eats out of the bowl and it refills uh, and she puts more food in it, the fresher food is in the top. And the cat will sit there on top of the refrigerator. It's a mini fridge, you know. We put our food bowl up there for the cat to keep the dogs out of it. But it gets up on the mini fridge, and it'll lift the lid up on the top of it and eat out of the top of the thing <laughs> instead of where it's supposed to. I thought I was going to say it keeps hitting the release. More food. More food. Okay, there's the fresh stuff. Nom, 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 nom. I'm done. This is so old and stuff. Uh, I went to fresh stuff and she'll sit there and lift the lid up, eat out of the top of it. You know. <laughs> mm, crunchy kibble. And, crunch, crunch, crunch. And we, we, uh, as some of our listeners may not know, might know, you know, I've added on to my house back on 2020. Um, and we've been living in it out there in this new addition for a couple of years now. And, uh, 
we didn't put an access panel to get up into the attic, but we where it's connected to the house. Uh, I believe there's a t- uh, tunnel to go through from one to the other, but <clears throat> somehow we get squirrels up in my attic, and you can hear them running around and playing. Hmm. Well, the other morning, about five o'clock in the morning, I heard some different sounds up there, and it's not because it's close to Valentine's Day or anything, but. I heard, I was telling, was, I can't remember who I was telling David or somebody about yesterday. I'm waiting for blood to start dripping through the ceiling, you know, because yeah. the cat somehow got up there and it was killing him. You know, screeches yeah. well, and squeals. When you first were in that house, your cat was definitely a, a bloodthirsty squirrel and bird killer. <laughs> and, and so somehow, I mean, right behind my computer desk is the old window you know, where, I think she can get up in there in the hmm. old window and get up into the attic there. I thought I've heard squirrels coming down and coming out and running around through the house, but I couldn't be wrong. But that cat, our cat went up there and started butchering them, you know, the other day. All right. You can hear the squirrels screaming and the thumping around like it's throwing them up against the walls. <laughs> doing some kung fu jujitsu on them squirrels. Kung fu kitty. <laughs> Instead of kung fu panda, you know, kung fu kitty. She had on her ninja, ninja suit and the little ninja stars going at her. Ninja turtle, ninja cat. <laughs> I think I think she is a black cat though, so she's got a black belt. Uh, sneaking around like a, like a ninja. I think she's three years old, but I could be wrong. Well, how rural? Well, the same cat. But I know when you first moved into that house, you would, you would tell us how. Oh yeah, can't we drink bringing in a dead mouse, a dead bird, a dead squirrel, so snakes, just squirrels, at it, rabbits? You know. they, they bring in a lot, lot live rabbits, all, all kinds of critters out there for her to go and have fun with. <laughs> we had a rabbit hopping around in the house that she brought in to play with, and <laughs> see my pet bunny. <laughs> and then she brought in just parts of other bunnies. <laughs> yeah. Rabbit's foot. My, rabbit's <laughs> my foot, lucky yeah. rabbit's foot. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Then, then she got lazy for a while and quit doing it. It seemed like, and now she's interested. I think she again. killed them all. I think she killed them all. <laughs> well, I know. Years ago, we had our cat Fluffy. That's how she ended up dying. Is she was shot one night, and there, as we can figure, she got into a fight with a squirrel, and we saw her the next day with a big scratch across her nose. And I think it got infected and it went right to her brain or something. Uh, that or maybe some, <laughs> maybe some squirrels might have the the what's it called rabies, and then hydrophobia. The cat, <laughs> the cat <laughs> eats him, yeah. and then it ends up killing the cat. I think that's what happened to the our boy cat. You know, he died way early. That's what I'm saying. He should have, yeah. shouldn't have quit eating all that. was still a fairly young cat. And it's just that she would like to uh, chase the squirrels around. Yeah. Just one day she came in, her, her face had her big bloody nose and a mark across her face, acting like she was a little bit dazed and confused. And it's like by the next morning she was dead. I mean, it did, it, it got that <laughs> infected that fast, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyway. That's not funny at all. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about some more tragic stuff and make it funny. Uh, I was mentioned to you earlier before we got started. My wife uh, went to the ER last Friday. She had trapped, 
tripped on a mat at work. And of course, she had to, or uh, her employees pick it up and move it so nobody else trip on it. But she fell and hurt her hip really bad. And, uh, my son had to drive her in, uh, they did cat scans on her head and didn't find anything. And I had to bite my tongue because <laughs> I wouldn't say something. That's say. what everybody's thinking. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, you gotta Find the light in her ear. I want to see it come out the other side. Uh, and they x-rayed her hip and it was fine. She said, it, it, she, cause she has an artificial hip. She says, if she didn't have that, it might, she might have broke her hip if it was just her natural bones on her hip so how hard she hit and was hurting in fact it was hurting so hard they gave her fentanyl oh now she has a lot of pain and i've joked with her before about she needs to find a mexican and buy some fentanyl off of him (laughs) did she have a mexican doctor (laughs) she goes you want me to die or something i'm like well no but knowing you and your resistance to drugs you could probably take a whole fentanyl pill i'm like eh it's nothing Give me some more. <laughs> uh, but it, it, it did, uh, impact her quite a bit. And they, they, of course, had her the one Pretty night. Soon. So Pretty they soon. could, uh, keep her under Pretty. observation and wait for the results to come back. But because she was still kind of loopy and she was on morphine, they, they kept her a second night just for more observation, you know. Pretty soon if she keeps, you know, falling and breaking bones and getting replacement stuff, pretty soon she's going to be Robo Robin. I know. Like like teaser, she's, going, she's going for the, the Wolverine full titanium skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> the claws, the slip. <laughs> the Terminator. Yeah. Get on the chopper. <laughs> but, uh, the other thing I have besides, uh, Robin on fentanyl, <laughs> I asked her if they sent me home with her. No, like, do you want to find a Mexican for you? <laughs> <laughs> I know oh, a I couple. Got something else. I got something else to mention too. Yeah. The other thing is, you probably noticed last week whenever we were joking around about Isaac's voice changing. Yeah, there was a couple of new bumpers. I know. For the I, deeper voice. Whenever I got done recording, Isaac happened to come over that very same day and said, Hey, Isaac, record some stuff for me. So he did. <laughs> he recorded all of our bumpers. I haven't. But I thought I would just mix into ones starting from the time we were joking about it. So from Jill's words all the way to the end, he, he had a, a hand in the, the new bumper. Yeah. Uh, to this week, uh, hopefully I'll, I'll get him mixed in for the, for all of them. We'll have to see how it works out. But another thing about good old Isaac is that, um, being the 12 year old, uh, maybe he'll be lucky enough to live to be 13 years old. Uh, <laughs> He managed to hack into Grandma's credit card Uh-oh. and tried to buy some games off of, I don't know, Timu or Amazon or something. Huh. And he was going to spend over $1,000. Wow. Uh, that sounds like fort- my grandson. <laughs> fortunately, Robin's cards were maxed up enough that it was declined. And I had told uh, David, I said, even if he would try my my cards, they're within that range that they would have been declined too. So they actually have between the two of them, there's more than that, but all you gotta do is get, if he uses your phone and goes to your app store, your Amazon or whatever. The phone that I gave to him was wiped to factory settings. So he, he had to have swiped grandma's card and went to Timu and then re-entered the stuff. See, before he did this last 
October, September, it was right around the time school started. He did this before, but he, he started a Timu account under his brother's name. So his brother would get in trouble for ordering a bunch of tactical <laughs> gear. And then he, st- he spent also several hundreds of dollars on new camouflage pants and tactical gear of various varieties. And, uh, he, he got needs the- a new wardrobe, evidently. If he wants camouflage, tell him when he gets older, he may need to join the military. <laughs> yeah, he should. You can get it for free there. The first yeah. issue. The first issue will be free as part of the deal. Um, and, and anyway, he did it before and, but he, he did it under his brother's name. He swiped grandma's card and got in some trouble. But this time it's like, I checked my car. It's like, nope, there's no unusual activity. I checked my Amazon. It's like, nope, there's nothing out of the ordinary there. I was like, I don't even have Timu. So I told David, yeah, I, I don't bet have you, it either. I bet you if you check with your mom, she'll know. And sure enough, she did. Like, it was him. He did it to her. <laughs> Huh. So that's our our lovely uh, voice of the podcast. I guess he felt like he deserved to be paid something for his voiceovers. I guess <laughs> I know Terry makes Sasha pay the rent. So <laughs> yeah, we forgot to mention something too. Um, um, the Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, the Taylor Who? Swift, <laughs> the, the Taylor <laughs> Swift Chiefs. <laughs> The Taylor Swift Chiefs on, on, yeah. on Facebook that earlier in that day, I almost shared it or not on Facebook on Twitter. I almost shared it on Facebook that day. Uh, somebody posted, Oh no, the suit that I was going to wear to the Super Bowl has a rip in it. I need a Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, said the Kansas City Chiefs finally made it home this morning. Oh, they yeah. were still partying yesterday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They were still in Vegas partying. They they made it home to Kansas City this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, blurry. Now they'll be partying there all week. They got a party, a parade, a parade tomorrow in Kansas City, and wow, whatever. But lots of celebrations. The longest game. Super Bowl game in history so far. Went in the overtime. Yeah. I, I thought there was another one that was longer. Uh, but maybe you're right. Uh, I did. It, it, it was not the longest. It's definitely like the second or third longest. It's the second second time they've went into overtime oh, in the right. Super Bowl. But oh. it was the longest game so far. They went five quarters. We actually into- watched it. We didn't see the beginning, but we watched like the first from from six minutes, as I think when we put it on there. And the last streak. Well, the, the last the, streak, the last quarter was probably the. The only quarter worth watching, uh, uh, because like I, I also was watching it, but I was kind of dozing, watching, listening to some stuff on my uh, phone, and uh, it's like, you know, whatever. It, it seemed like it was exciting enough, but then uh, Robin went to bed. She goes, "Here's the remote. Here's how. Here's the power button." I'm like, okay, and I, I, I had to go pee really bad. It's like <laughs> I checked my watch. I'm like, okay, it's. It's about time to go to bed anyway. And then I says, what more could have looked in the game? Like, uh, I got to go pee anyway. It's a football <laughs> minute. I'll be, it'll still be there when I get back. And the, the last minute is, I mean, the Chiefs were behind and then they get a, a last minute score and brought it to 19 to 19. It's like, holy crap, overtime on the Super Bowl. I'm going to stay up a little while longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know who yeah. was the MVP MVP player, was but I think it should have Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, should have been the guy that kept kicking them field goals. He's the one who made all the points. <laughs> he did. It should have been him. That's what I was thinking it would be. Yeah. I didn't know who that was, though. I didn't pay that much attention to their names, but I was like, goodness, he's the one that made, what, three or four different uh, field goals? Uh, he he made at least three. Yeah, yeah, I think it was four. And security tackled a streaker in the fourth. I quarter. heard that there was somebody streaking, oh. but I don't you know, think he, he, he might it. have made four kicks, but but they weren't all field goals. Otherwise, it would be, uh, it wouldn't have been nineteen points. They would have had a, a different score. I think one of them was just an extra point or something like that. Oh. Yeah, well, I knew three of them were three points, and then George was like, "Why was that one only one point?" There was another wardrobe. They were three points. Well, the there extra another point wardrobe. would be one. There was another wardrobe malfunction Uh-oh. during halftime when Usher ripped his shirt off. Oh, he did yeah. that on purpose. He put was it, put, it, it, put it back on. Put it back on. Right. Uh-huh. We don't want to see the. I'm going to ask, ask George. You know. I, they said that Ludacris came out on stage to sing with Usher, and I go, well, isn't that the guy from the neighborhood? I was thinking that was the guy from the neighborhood, but that's, uh, I don't know. Oh, I can't Mr. think Rogers. of his name now. No, he's from St. Louis. Um, Cedric the Entertainer is on Cedric the Cedric the Entertainer, yeah. Lou Rawls. That's right. That's who I got confused with Ludacris. That's who when I hear Ludacris. I think of Cedric the Entertainer. Oh, yeah. Ludacris is a rapper, isn't he? I was thinking of Lou Rawls, although Chuck Berry is from St. Louis too. <laughs> anyway, did you have something on there to add for you? No, you guys have done really good. <laughs> We've been long-winded all by ourselves today. We don't need Jill to help us out with that. So if that's all of our uh, opening new stuff, then we'd have some birthdays, right? Now that you've met my cast and the Dell Schmutzes. Now scram, dear. Get out of here. I got lots of work to do. <laughs> All righty. Goodbye. <laughs> For the birthdays, if I do it the way that I've been doing it, it gives me the ages of the celebrities or whatever. If I, I can ask my device, whose birthday is tomorrow? And it gave me a list of people. But then I said, whose birthday is the then, you know, the next day, and he gave me a couple other people, and I said, whose birthday's on Thursday? And it's like, there's a lot of celebrities' birthdays on Thursday. I go, oh, you know, <laughs> but it doesn't tell me the, their ages. Yeah, you know? it doesn't, doesn't break down the name so, of the age, so. And so, you know, I I like doing it the way So we're we do, still in the just, pattern of starting yeah. from last week to today. It's always so. nice to know, oh, I didn't, I, oh, if I knew known it was Garth Brooks' birthday, I'd just send him a birthday card. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> You know, whatever. Happy birthday! February 7th, Wednesday, was Isaiah Thomas, basketball player, 35. Aston Critcher, 46. Chris Rock, 59. Darth Brooks, 62. James Spader, 64. Charles Dickens, he's 212. <laughs> On Thursday, February 8th, Seth Green, 50. Big Show, a wrestler, 52. 
Nick Nolte, he's 83. John Williams is 92. Gary Coleman would have turned 56. What you doing, my uh, <laughs> James Dean would have turned 93. Jack Lemon would have been 99. And on Friday's birthday, February 9th, Mia Farrow, 79. Joe Pesci, 81. Carol King, 92. William Henry Harrison, he was the ninth president of the United States, 251 years old. You know, if he was alive today, what he'd be famous for? His age. Uh, <laughs> Thomas Paine would be 281. Saturday's birthday, February 10th. Laura Dern, 57. Robert Wagner, 94. On Super Bowl Sunday, February 11th, Jennifer Aniston turned 55. Burt Reynolds was 88. Leslie Nielsen would have turned 98. Ava Gabor, 105. Thomas Edison, 177. Monday, February 12th, yesterday. Christina Ritchie, 44. Josh Brolin, 56. Abraham Lincoln, 16th President of the United States, 215 years old. I wonder why he evolved to be. Yeah. He evolved and to then, be a pile of dirt. <laughs> today, there wasn't very many good ones today. Randy Moss, football player, 47. Henry Rollins, 63. Peter Gabriel, 74. Mike Krzyzewski, 77. Oliver Reed, English actor, 86. Sarah Jean Knighton, 145. Happy birthday, everybody. Yeah, you mentioned Peter Gabriel. It reminds me of uh, something I saw again on Twitter. They said, people ask me how I'm doing overcoming my Phil Collins and Genesis uh, addiction. All I can say is, take a look at me now. <laughs> take a look at me now. Anyway, that's a Twitter joke. Now, if this is a joke, it's gone far enough. Random topic. Oh, well, anyway, with our birthdays and the dumb joke aside there. Oh, wonderful, splendid. It's time for our <laughs> random stuff. Random stuff. So we need to spin up a wheel. Three. That would be a holiday. Happy holiday. May the calendar keep bringing happy holidays to <laughs> um, Anyway, uh, our holidays, today is the 13th, but we want to go you know, from 1 through 7 starting on this Thursday will be day 1, so 
Spill me up seven items. Six. Six. So, like I said, uh, the 15th will be one, two, three, four, five, six. That will be the 20th, which, if I'm not mistaken, will be next Tuesday. It is National Muffin Day. So, do you know the Muffin Man? Maybe. <laughs> I know the Muffin Man. <laughs> He lives on Drury Lane. Yeah. yeah. He makes some good muffins. <laughs> it is no politics day. So put your politics aside and enjoy your muffins. <laughs> it is National Love Your Pet Day. So when your cat kills all the squirrels, love that pet. Let it, let him eat it out of the top of the cat food hopper. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> It is Hoodie Hoo Day. Hoodie Hoo. Now, I wonder, it just says it's a fun American day. So I guess wear a hoodie that day. It is National Cherry Pie Day. So eat some cherry pies and love your pet and no politics. Enjoy your muffins. And that is it for the day. So, should be some easy, fun holidays there to enjoy. So, food holidays, pet holiday. Turn on my red light. Oh. Yeah, I guess so. But, uh, yeah, I figured I would go with the holidays because uh, holidays runs pretty short usually, you know. Yeah. It's always good to have a, a short holiday or a short list for, you know. Resist me a little, will you? So let's do our next thing on our list. Safe even for a baby's tender skin. And that would be some news. This week in the news. No news. <laughs> yeah. just, you, just before the Super Bowl in Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh. Jill, sit down. Okay. A semi-truck filled its load of Dr. Pepper. Oh, no! Uh, oh, no. Sort of abuse. Out there. Yeah, and my wife's my favorite. favorite. Dr. Pepper and 7-Up. Oh, no. That's mine and my wife's favorite when we're sick and everything. Oh, spilled its load of soda on... I think it said Interstate 80, but, and they needed like a truckload of ice cream to come along and have a I know. They should have big been. soda float. They needed me to come along to drink all that Dr. Pepper. <laughs> yeah. Travelers on the highway hit an unexpected bump in the road. <laughs> 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 yeah. How come the road's so sticky through here? <laughs> Cans and bottles of Dr. Pepper and 7-Up littering the highway. And on Interstate 80, close to Reno. I don't know how close that is to actual Las Vegas, but I would assume they would probably take the Reno is too. up the state a little bit. It's a uh, little more north and south. I might have been taking a load to... To the stadium. 
Everybody get out their silly straws. Well, Reno is where the boy named Sue shot a man just to watch him die. Oh. Yeah, I shot a man named Reno. Oh, yeah. How do you do? Now you're going to (laughs) die. in Boston, Massachusetts at the airport. Somebody was coming back from the Republic of Congo, Democratic Republic of Congo, and they had something in their suitcase that was not reported. Tarzan. (laughs) They had mummified monkeys in their suitcase, Ah, bringing them to America. I was going to say scorpions. (laughs) They said that it was dehydrated fish. But there was dehydrated fish in there, but there were four mummified monkeys in there also. Yeah, well, huh. mummified, what, they would have been dehydrated. But, you know. <laughs> it was a monkey now, fish, that's it. Yeah. They say it's illegal. I did a story before about somebody trying to bring giraffe feces into our country. Um, things like that could contain things that are dangerous in our environment that can make people sick. Hmm. They called it bush meat is what these well, they weren't going to eat it. Holy cow. You wouldn't think so. <laughs> Bush meat. Maybe, maybe somebody had a pet monkey and they said, when you go to Africa, can you bring my monkey back a wife? I need to have a mummy for my babies. And they thought, <laughs> mummy, mummy, not, you know, mommy. So, just a wild it, guess. It was, it was found because a security dog named Buddy sniffed the suitcase and alerted his owner that something was off inside that suitcase. Yeah. You would think maybe it was just dog treats. <laughs> There's a monkey treat in there. I want it. <laughs> monkey jerky, monkey jerky, monkey jerky, monkey jerky. And it doesn't give this person's name, whether it's a man or woman, whoever was trying to bring this monkey, these monkeys back into America. But I don't know why would somebody want to bring mummified monkeys, maybe to put in a museum or something, but it sure seems like they would have tried to do it the proper way with the right procedures and declare that you have something in your luggage that. Yeah, biological stuff is a big no no for transporting. Was yeah. it three monkeys? Four. Four. See no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. Do no All of the above. All of the above. Because it has to do with Valentine's Day. Aww. Oh, uh, yeah, that's tomorrow. I know. By the time people hear this, will be yesterday, I'm sure. But uh, I should have did it last week, maybe, but I didn't see it until over the weekend. Um, Christina Farina from Italy was disappointed as her prospective date stood her up. But then she randomly encountered a, a tourist changing their lives forever. She had spent much of the ride uh, on on the plane ride to London 
sitting next to a stranger. He seemed friendly, interesting, and even interested in her. They, oh, why don't we meet tomorrow and go have a coffee, spend some time together, this stranger said. Let's meet at 11 on Trafalgar Square, that place. <laughs> uh, upon landing, uh, Christina and her plane crash went their separate ways vowing to meet uh, the next day. It was August in 1984. They didn't swap addresses, contact numbers. Texting was not an option. They just had to trust they would both keep their promise. So she grabbed her bag from the luggage carousel, headed into central London, feeling invigorated, excited. She was 18 years old. She was going to spend three months in the UK to study English. It was her first significant period away from home. The next day, shortly before 11, she climbed the stairs out of the Charing Cross tube station. I guess that's where they make tubes at now. Charing Cross tube. <laughs> Oh, yeah, subway, that's it. Yeah, that's the subway in the UK. Uh, but she went to the Trafalgar Square. How do you say that word? Trafalgar Square. I was thinking about it. Uh, he wasn't there. She waited. She waited. It's actually written a little longer than that, but I'm trying to cut things down here. But while she was waiting, she was looking at people, as you do, people watching, and she happened to see a, a cute young guy. Um, sitting between two big lions, reading a book, had his Walkman headphones on, listening to music. And uh, so getting stood up wasn't exactly how she imagined her London adventure would start. Uh, but while, let's see, what, I read the part. while she was there, sitting between the lions, uh, re- listening to music, and she walked up to him and says, hi. And he said, hi back. <laughs> and feeling bold, she sat down next to the stranger. He looked a little surprised, but he put down his book and smiled at her. Uh, then we just started talking, says Christina. The guy leaning on the Trafalgar Square Lions was a 20-year-old Matt Ranica, an American college student on vacation with his family visiting from California. Turned out, Matt had spotted Christina before she ever approached him. Why does this pretty girl keep looking at me, he thought. (laughs) Then, when she spoke to him and sat down next to him, Matt was thrilled. Uh, He was traveling. He knew he was going to be leaving in two days. And his cute girl sits down. It was enough for me. Um, They uh, gestured to his Walkman. Asked him why he's been listening to. Uh, he was a huge fan of the Grateful Dead. Uh, oh. There was a bit of a language barrier. She couldn't always understand Matt's Americanisms. She was more used to British English. But the connection between them was palpable right away. Uh, for the next two hours, Matt and Christina sat side by side uh, in the square talking. At some point, uh, they took pictures of each other. Uh, eventually, Matt had to leave to meet his parents. And they never saw each other again. No. He's my girlfriend. <laughs> no, actually, um, uh, they went on, they made plans to meet a few hours later on for a date. And, 
they actually did show up for each Uh-oh. other. And uh, the parents uh, knew about it, and they asked if they could see the girl. So he brought the girl by to see the parents. And they uh, picked up where they left off so in the pub together. They shared their first kiss. Uh, and she uh, left the pub. They made plans to meet again. They only had one more day left, and they wanted to spend it together. They uh, spent the next day in Hyde Park. Uh, they really just kissed and talked all day in the park, uh, Matt says. Did they kiss all day in the park or talk all day in the park? Or both? <laughs> they were reading each other's lips. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, I can't talk because you can't do something against my little, but stop it. <laughs> anyway, make a long story short, because it's like a 20-minute read to get to the article. Uh, he had to go back to school. All she had was his college address, which every year they have a different dorm, so it was a different address. So she wrote letters. She wasn't surprised at first that it didn't get returned. She figured she's still traveling. Time went on. He never answered, so she wrote again, nothing. She eventually wrote to, or went to the hotel where they were staying at and asked about his parents. She, you know, she even knew the names. And of course, the hotel privacy, they wouldn't give them to her. But the, but the helpful hotel clerk says, tell you what, you write us a letter to pass on to them and we'll pass it on. Oh, there and you so go. She did. And so she was able to stay in touch with, uh, Matt for the next two years while he finished going to college, wherever he was going to college at. And fast forward, they get together after not seeing each other for a couple of years. They date some more. They get married. Happy ever after. Sounds like a movie. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a really like a 20-minute long article. I, I, I got to read this, but I wouldn't cut it down. <laughs> yeah. You mixed up the Juliana, it's so delicious. Everybody come capisce how to mumbo Italiano. That's nice. Fast forward years later from that story, and I have a story here. An Australian toilet paper company will take letters from your ex and turn it into toilet paper. All your steamy love notes and texts or not text, but written letters. You can send them there and they can put it on toilet paper and everybody can wipe their butts on it. <laughs> they need to put pictures of their face on it. <laughs> but, but what if it's a spicy letter? They might not want to wipe with it. Um, they might want to sit there and read and, it. And, and, it's a Melbourne-based company called Who Gives a Crap. That's the name <laughs> of the company. And I said the same thing. I, years ago, I was in Spencer's when I could see, and they had Saddam Hussein toilet paper with him or Osama bin Laden's face on it. You know, every square had their face where you could just pull it off and wipe your butt with it. <laughs> I'm saying the same thing. I, I can take some pictures of my ex and... Send them in. There you go. I'm sure they, you know, they just uh, grind it up and use it and make it into the paper. I'm sure they don't like, it's not like ripping a page out of the Sears catalog and wadding it up, you know. (laughs) Be kind of rough, you know. 
and it's what they used to do, I think, in the outhouses. We'll see. That, uh, if you did, yeah, if you did it with a picture of your ex and they put it on rough paper, then they could be a pain in their butt too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There is a protest down there. Um, a lot of people are complaining because they're trying to make people not wear thongs on the beach. Yeah. Protesters, uh, they're bearing their bums. <laughs> well, that's the purpose of a thong. <laughs> well, it's the thong swimming suit, not the thong shoe. <laughs> the oh. g-string. Well, even so, the purpose of a thong swimsuit is to bury your bum on the beach. <laughs> yeah, but it's lift too distracting to people. <laughs> it's too distracting, so I'm just going to walk around hold naked butt. Not even covered my crack. How about that? Uh. Is butt shakes two words, or do you have to separate them? <laughs> <laughs> the song it lifts, it separates. <laughs> <laughs> and this article said that, of course, women don't like to be told by men what they can and can't do. So that's why they're protesting. They want to do this because men, man, a man is telling them they can't. It's too distracting. You know, you know. It's actually reverse psychology. The men really do want to see it, so they tell the women don't do it, so they keep on doing it. Yeah. Reverse psychology. But yeah, I thought this article was crazy. I mean, just because to me, you need to hide your. I hide my body. I never cellulite hanging out, sewing everything, and big big white blobs of cottage cheese out hanging out of that (laughs) thong. Yeah, and then the story also said that, of course, this story needs to be spoken to the girls at home to make sure they know what's proper to wear, when and where. And It was an itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny, yellow polka dot bikini that she wore for the first time today. Maybe on the same kind of a theme as that, the headline says, Let it grow. Let it grow. The first month of the year is traditionally a time of change and resolution. Gym membership spike. People seek new jobs at record numbers. Extending alcohol becomes popular. But over the past six years, this period has also been marked by January. <laughs> a challenge for women to put down their razors for a month. And uh, they have an official Instagram account that has over 40,000 images that features pictures of women showing off their body hair. <laughs> I could put down my razor for a month, sure. Yeah, Gorilla Jill. <laughs> uh, Janu Harry is liberating because it gets you thinking about how you treat your body and why. Uh, the founder... Um, Ad, uh, told the newspapers, maybe we'll be uh, at a point where people can do whatever they want with their body hair, and we won't even have to talk about it. That would be something. <laughs> and uh, there's a link to read more, but I think 
that's all that says enough right there. Yeah, the idea is to encourage everyone to stop shaving your legs, stop doing the pits, and be good with that. And honestly, you know, if you're going to wear, you know, pants or long dress or, you know, a t-shirt, knock yourself out. Don't shave. I don't care. I don't have to deal with you. <laughs> but if you're going to go out in a tank top or or be waving your arms around over your head or run around in shorts and you have gorilla legs all hanging out, um, <laughs> I mean, whatever you do in private and cover up, I don't care. But if you're going to put it on display, maybe you should think about being presentable in public. Wear one of those thongs and not use a razor for a while. Oh yeah, one well, with a big hairy butt out there on the be... on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> Armpits and legs and just hair everywhere. Right. CNN down in Florida, um, they were excavating uh, a construction company was digging close by an Air Force base and they discovered a um, what's it called? A bomb a bomb that uh, they weren't sure if it was dead or alive, you know, dead or live um, and that's rusted and decayed and they don't know if it's live or a dud. And so they dug all around it, got it out. And they were building, getting ready to build a community college next to this Air Force base and discovered this uh, munitions. And so, of course, they called the bomb squad like they do, and they blew it up anyway. But... um it was, it turned out to be a dud, but they still, you know, you blow it up anyway, poof. It wasn't anything. Take any chances, yeah. Right. And, uh, it must have been a, the twin to the one I did a story about, you know, a few weeks back about the guy having it in his yard. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It just showed up or I keep hitting the thing with a hammer and I said, guys, it's okay. <laughs> Are you a self-made man, Don? No, the stork brought me. What's next? Save 31 cents on the giant economy side. Joe's weird words. It's already <laughs> time for some weird words. And I got some for you. Our first word is uh, kismet. K-I-S-M-E-T. 
T-Kismet. Kismet. We kissed on the first day we met. <laughs> I, I That sounds familiar like I should know it. Um, there's a WordPress plugin called a kismet with an A on the front of it, which is a spam blocker. Huh. Uh, but yeah, it's not like I should have heard that or should know what that means. It's almost like azimuth on the rifle when you do the wind and the your azimuth elevation. Yeah. <laughs> it, wow, it, I didn't know well, that. You one. know, what? the azimuth yeah. is the compass point you're facing, so maybe the kismet is the compass point that's behind you. Yeah. Man, like kismet. Uh oh. <laughs> well, if you if you have your donkey with you, we'll see if we can. Oh, sorry, this isn't the Patreon show. <laughs> you better tell us, Jill. And birds go flying at the speed of sound to show you how it all began. Birds came flying from the underground. If you could read, then you'd understand. This word means. <laughs> Destiny or fate, especially in a positive way. Oh, yeah. It's like a Hindu thing. Okay. I, I knew it sounded familiar, but I couldn't quite place it. But, yeah, huh. I, I still don't really know it exactly. <laughs> Abscond. I feel like we did this word oh. recently. Who absconded with my fudge brownies? They're all missing. Someone stole them. They absconded and ran away. At least that's the way I've heard it used before. <laughs> yeah, I would spell it, but I think you might have to leave I was hurriedly I was... or secretly uh, to abscond somebody. You... Took it or it disappeared, whatever. You, you swipe it and run away. Yeah. Another word I got is gnomic. It's G N O M I C. I think you've had that gnomic. Gnome. I think it has to do with gnomes. It's in the fashion of a gnome or a style of a gnome. I feel like we've had that before. Gnomic. Uh, it's kind of got a funny meeting the, now that I've just listened to it. The, the bar in our bowling alley is called uh, Planet Gnome. Oh. Because you have little gnomes everywhere. Huh. Were they there when you bought it, or did you guys no, add we it? we added, added it in. And they're, they're holiday features, so as a holiday it's, change, uh, the gnomes change. That's a sign outside of an English pub. Wow. But they don't want no Irishmen to come yeah. in. No mix. <laughs> no mix. No mix. <laughs> we no. can go with that, sure. I know it's probably not right. <laughs> <laughs> Nomic actually means a written or spoken phrase that doesn't make any sense. Oh. It doesn't well, have to do with gnomes, huh? Yeah, and I, I said it was a sign. Uh, a written a sign or spoken phrase bar. that makes no Sometimes sense. Sometimes I think our final thoughts so, are nomic. So, like, when, whenever you tell your teenagers to do something, it's nomic to them. Wah, wah, yeah. wah, 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 wah. Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? Don't you wish your girlfriend was a freak like me? Don't you? 
pedantic. It's P-E-D-A-N-T-I-C. That sounds, sounds like another, sounds familiar, but I can't place it. Sounds like another weight loss drug. <laughs> oh, exantic. Oh, yeah. uh. Could be <laughs> pedantic. It, it, it has to do with a dancing tick. Oh, it's like little. I'd like to check you for ticks. <laughs> yeah, they, they listen to that song. They dance. They they pedance tick. Yeah. <laughs> Dance. Somebody told me you had a boyfriend who looked like a girlfriend that I had in February of last year. It's not confidential, but like a potential. Rushing, rushing around. This word means precise or fussy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like if you're really particular, maybe? I guess I can see that. Like, like yes, it's one of those words like, I know I've heard that, but I don't know what it means. <laughs> yeah. This word is every when, and I'm not going to spell it because you know how to spell every and when. Every every when, when. like everywhere, <laughs> it's every when. Yeah, it's it's any any point of time. I don't know. Yeah. Every everywhere is every place. All the time or always. Every when that happens, every when. <laughs> that was an actual word that showed up in my email for some crazy reason. <laughs> it's like one of those That's... old English things. Yeah. Mellifulous. You spell it M E L L I F. L U O S. <laughs> Mellifulous. <laughs> oh, what's so funny? Keith is giggling on that one. <laughs> Mellifulous. Maleficent. Uh, the, the mal, malif part is like the melody. <laughs> uh, farting. Exactly. <laughs> farting farting melody. melody, huh? Well, you can fart that song. <laughs> <laughs> I can probably burp it. I don't know about farting. Pimps in the crib, mom. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. When the pigs try to get at you. Park it like it's hot. Park it like it's hot. Well, it's halfway right. It does mean something that's positively sweet. <laughs> Melodious to your, like honey to your ears. So it's beautiful sound coming from your butt. <laughs> yeah, sure. Coming from your butt? No. <laughs> well, it doesn't say coming from your butt. I just added that part. <laughs> oh, I know, but it we're going to have to practice that one, <laughs> Makes it that much funnier, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, I, I think your, your Amazon device will fart happy birthday. Well, there you go. Then that will be... Uh, what did I say? <laughs> who, who, I'm trying to think of the guy's name. He's an old time jazz singer. Oh, Mel Torme. 
He's got a pretty good voice, if you ask me. But our dad was not a fan. And he heard Mel Torme singing a song on some show back in the day. Ed Sullivan or Carol Burnett or something. And he got all disgusted. He said, I could fart a better song than that. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to see you try it there, Dad. But... Mr. DJ song pond to replay. Mr. DJ wants to turn the music up. All the gals on the dance floor wanting some more. What? Mr. DJ wants to turn the music up. Hey, Mr. Please, Mr. DJ, tell me if you hear me. Turn the music up. Let's see if this parasism word will go with mellifluous. I don't know. You spell it P A R O X Y S M. Paroxysm. 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 Well, it's just, when your fart comes out and it smells sweet, it, it <laughs> smells fair. The paroxysm. Par- it starts with a P, like yeah. a Peter. Paroxysm. Yeah. Or Pharaoh. The pharaohs from Egypt. The pharaohs um, have uh, oxysm. The, the, the pharaohs' cows are. That's what the pharaoh's cows. The pharaoh's cows are possessed, so you have to put a sexism, whatever you said. <laughs> Para exorcism. You take my money, she take my money when I'm in need. When I'm in need. Yeah, she's a trifling friend indeed. Friend indeed. Oh, she's a gold digger way over town. Way over town. It digs on me. Hey! This word means somebody that has mood swings. Oh, okay. Um, teenage girls. <laughs> <laughs> and, and women going through menopause. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> now I ain't saying she's a gold digger. But she ain't messing with no broke, broke. Now I ain't saying she's a gold digger. But she ain't messing with no broke, broke. Scintillating. <laughs> Scintillating. Is that what I've heard before? What does that mean? S C I N T I L A G I N G. Scintillating. Oh, I heard titillating. Well, we know what your mind always is. Titillating. As I mentioned last week, food or sex. That's Terry Or both. Scintillating. Scintillating. It, it, it tickles your nose. It the scent smells is good. Is yeah. <laughs> that melonious or whatever? <laughs> mm. Your fart yeah. smells so good. It's weird. I thought it would have something to do with the scent, but it yeah. means shining brightly or dazzling. Oh. A coin. A scent. <laughs> yeah, you you have a bright, shiny penny. Yeah, yeah something shiny that has caught your eye. Something mm. shiny, bright. Sparkly squirrel. Yeah. Uh, Dory from Finding Nemo. Oh, something shiny. <laughs> Another- Cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Suffocation, no breathing. Don't give up. If I cut my arm bleeding. Word I got is opulent. O p u l e n t. Opulent. 
opulent. Well, opulent to you or two. <laughs> I've heard heard it, but don't remember it. Yeah, it's opulent. it's not like another word that would that would mean uh, to be either fat or overly full. But I don't think it's the same word or the same meaning. When you're that. when you're climbing a mountain and you set up your tent and then your tent is hanging over the opulent. Oh no! <laughs> you're climbing a mountain, up you went. Up you went. <laughs> up you went the mountain. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm losing my sight, losing my mind. Wish somebody would tell me I'm fine. Losing my sight, losing my mind. Wish somebody would tell me I'm fine. Means like the inside of a limo is fancy, uh, a plush setting that's dripping with luxury. It's telling okay. me dripping with luxury. Nothing's all right. Nothing is fine. I'm running and I'm crying. <laughs> Effervescent is another word I got. Alcaselter. <laughs> You clean your dentures in it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because Octoseltzer, it says the effervescent tablets. It means bubbly. Oh, yeah, I think it does. Mm-hmm. I think you got that one right. I'm still spelling it, it, it though. It, it bubbles <laughs> your dentures clean, or Octoseltzer used the bubbles to help your medicine, uh, uh, medicine or headache. I mean, settle your stomach, yeah. Ate too much. Yeah, that delightful word means... Bubbles. Effervescent personality. Conflate. Whenever you're in prison. And your con me, your con buddy con, he farts and it f- conflates through the whole cell. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it kind of means to like wrongly confuse something or mix things together. Yeah, to combine two things together. Yeah. Con and fart. Yeah. <laughs> you combine the convict about- with the fart and it, it smelled bad. <laughs> I don't think he's trapped in my self-righteous suicide. I cry when angels deserve to die, die, die. Die, 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 die. Do you know what gumption means? Gumption. You got a lot of gumption. Yeah, mm, sort of. Go. Uh, yeah, some, uh, a lot of Get nerve. up and go. Uh, yeah. So, something along that line. Uh, either that, or it's Gumby is trying to it's shun his neighbor because <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't like his horse Pokey. So Gumby will gum shun his horse Pokey. Get out of me! I, I'm gonna gum shun you. Yeah, get up and go. You got a can do. Oh, Terry got that one right. Ding, ding, ding. Yay! <laughs> Uh, another one of many. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's all my words. I think it might have been more than um, 10, but I lost count. Oh. Get down, girl, go ahead, get down. Get down, girl, go ahead, get down. Get down, girl, go ahead, get down. Get down, girl, go ahead, get down.
the best falafels. Sarah got the last She opened floodgates of love in my heart that I hadn't even known were there. Timken, what's the sweat, Charlie? Shouldn't you be broadcasting? Listen, Mr. Timken. You know I'm a sober citizen, right? Hmm? Never once have I broadcast with the smell of alcohol on my breath, right? Right. In all your 12 years here at the Bureau, did I well, once ever... What's the ever... matter, Charlie? We're picking up a message on our wavelength. Well, did you report to the FCC? I ain't got the nerve. Well, what's wrong? You'll scream when you hear this, Mr. Timken. You'll jump right out the window, but... We are getting an SOS from the moon. Terry's Top Ten List. Terry's Top Ten. Top Ten. Man. Oh, goodness gracious. Let's see here. Last last week, I did Top Ten of Animals that Kill Their Owners. This is similar. Owners of killer animals. People <laughs> who say silly things or last words of convicted criminals Famous just before they're words. executed. Yeah. Oh. Famous last words. I didn't do it. The, the animals didn't get to speak, so now this here's a people speaking. Eh, help me. The, well, I um, hey, the electric chair's unplugged. <laughs> Number 10 Robert Charles Tower Last words I love my family Potato, potato, potato And Then they killed him There must have been the names of his kids and, and it says, George Foreman, George Foreman, George Foreman. It was a potato, so, potato, potato. It is a code thing that he did. It was to make his, his nephew feel better. He said, they said that the potato, potato, potato was the sound that Harley Davidson makes when it's idling. Oh, okay. And so. Number nine, Jimmy Glass, uh, his last words, I'd rather be fishing. <laughs> I thought and it would be the glass is half empty. <laughs> he, uh, he had escaped from prison in Louisiana in 1982, and they robbed and murdered a couple. Then he went to prison, and then when he was in prison... He had killed his, another prisoner, and so they executed him for that. Number eight, Grover Cleveland Redding. His last words, I have something to say, but not right now. <laughs> Okay, if not now, when? <laughs> yeah. We're waiting. We're waiting. He's trying to prolong his execution. <laughs> and it was a cliffhanger. Uh, I'll tell you the next episode. 
Seven. James Jackson. I'm ready to roll. Huh. It's time to get this party started. All right. We're in a good mood. <laughs> and. Number six, Jeffrey Matthews. I think the governor's phone is broke. <laughs> so I better call that guy. <laughs> this guy here, he had appealed it three times already. They stayed his execution. And then on the fourth time around, he's like, I think the governor's phone is broken. Why hasn't he called yet? I know he's going to do it. <laughs> They had an election that got a different governor. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) Number five, George Apple. His famous last words, holy cow, gentlemen, you're about to see a baked apple. (laughs) Yeah. Put some butter in him, some cinnamon. They might have sprinkled some cinnamon on his head. Get the pie crust ready. Yeah. (laughs) And that was back in the 1920s. Apparently. Number. Or Carl, Carl Hans, hurry it up, you silly bastards. I could have hung 12 men by now. Alrighty. And they put the noose around his head and he spit in the, the hangman's face and they dropped him down. Plow. There you go. Well, yeah, that would have been a while back because they haven't had anybody in a long time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, go hang him and pull on his feet. <laughs> Three. Alien war knocks. I'd just like to say I'm sailing with the rock. And I'll be back like Independence Day with Jesus big, in the big mothership and all. <laughs> all right. I was say E.T. Fort Homer. He says, E.T. Fort Homer. Well, be good. This was a female serial killer between 1989 and 1993. She had killed over seven men and scattered them along the highway. Oh, uh, wow. And send her off to the mothership. Yeah. (laughs) She shot the seven men because they tried to rape her when she was working as a prostitute. (laughs) (laughs) They tried to get some free sample. That's what it was. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, on one hand, I can't blame her, but on the other hand, I mean, murdering is still a crime. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, number two, Thomas J. Grasso. Last words. I did not get my SpaghettiOs. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get his last meal. Uh, they forgot those. I didn't get my SpaghettiOs. I got spaghetti. <laughs> I want to redo. <laughs> Just tie the ends together. It'll be a big O. There you go. There you go. And then he gives a list of all the stuff that he asked for for his last meal. It's a big, long list of stuff. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I could have ate everything on his list. It's, maybe that was a purpose. But, he was going to pace himself, eat it slowly, <laughs> chew it up. A hundred times or by. Can't kill me yet. I'm I'll not be done, done with this tomorrow. <laughs> maybe, maybe the next day. <laughs> Number one. 1958. A man, this guy here, uh, his name was James French. He wanted it to be published in the newspaper. His last words, watch this French fry. (laughs) That's almost like the baked, like the baked apple earlier, you know? Yeah. His his last meal, they said, do you want a Big Mac? They're like, do you want fries with that? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's all I got for our top 10. All the people down the street, whoever you meet, say I'm a bad boy. Say I'm a bad boy. Say I'm a bad boy. Even dear old dad, when he gets mad, says I'm a bad boy. Silence, you cackling coward. Anchor topic. Sir, I know not who you are, but uh, you and your costume amuse me mightily. <laughs> well, it's time then for Anchor Topic. And this week is on computers. And there's always tons to say about computers. Uh, I know when you go to one of the BRCs, or even if you go to one of the state training facilities, like they're up at Icree Wood, they show you a certain amount of basic stuff with computers, but they don't have the time to really get into as much as the possibilities could be. I mean, you effectively, you know, here's how you turn it on. You know, here's what your certain buttons are for, you know, doing whatever <clears throat> job, like, you know, the Windows key for your start button and various things. And they teach you basics about email and word processing. Uh, but there's a lot of things you find when you get home, uh, you know, people find that they need to do more and know more about it. Uh, and maybe you have certain things you want to do. They didn't show you like, uh, you know, how to use something like WavePad. Maybe you want to do some audio editing or recording. Uh, maybe you want it to, uh, you know, work with Skype or Zoom or various things. And there's just a, a lot of extra stuff that can be done. Uh, they just can't, they just don't have the time 
to invest in. Computers can be, like I said, really involved. And then, of course, you have things like Facebook, where on the computer, you don't really have an app. You just go to your browser and type in facebook.com. And whenever you're there, the site can be really confusing and hard to navigate. Uh, and, and so there's a lot of tricks you can work with, especially with HTML. You have, uh, well, the, the way it works <laughs> with HTML is you have an overlay, uh, you know, a virtual screen uh, that pops up and your, you know, JAWS or if you use NVDA, then it can access the code and, and you can work with like a single button command like H for heading and you keep hitting H and you find all the headings and it cycles back through or uh, you hit E for edit box or X for checkbox. You just have to play with your buttons and see what various keystrokes might or might not do. Uh, but you don't always learn all that. You just sometimes have to experiment. And I, I guess what I'm kind of meandering to get to is it's always good to have an outside resource <laughs> where you can find help whenever you need it. Uh, now, of course, you can always hit your, you know, help on your, say, your browser. But all it's really going to do is take you to, say, a Microsoft site or a Google Chrome site, and it'll tell you how to do it if you can see. <laughs> you take uh-huh. your mouse and you click on the button. It looks like this. There's a little picture. You can't see what the button is. Uh, and so it's, it's good to kind of scour the Internet and find uh, people who are blind who uh, know or, or at least familiar with the kind of system that you're using that can maybe give you some pointers. Uh, of course, you could contact us. We'd be one source between me and Terry or even Jill. I don't know nothing, though. <laughs> I've been going call Keith. <laughs> yeah. But you know um, how, to, how to work with certain devices like your phone and Victorator and your watch yeah. and stuff. Um, and, and there's there's that. Uh, now, of course, you, you can get a hold of uh, the MCAB, mcabil.org, Madison County Association of the Blind. Uh, and, and, but, you know, Terry would probably answer the email or, or me. And we could probably give you some assistance that way. Uh, of course, if you went through a BRC, whether it be a, a veterans or a state run place, you, you always could call back and talk to the computer people or talk to an instructor and often they'll be glad to help you through. You just have to be aware that they do have classes and they do have current students and you may have to call back at a time where they're not busy in a classroom. Uh, but they, they can help and they will. Uh, but it's good to have uh, a resource to know how to do things. Another thing is, for example, with JAWS, uh, there's a, I think of what the hotkey is. I think it's insert F1, or maybe it's insert F1 two times. I just checked. It's insert plus F1 two times. And it brings up a JAWS specific uh, list of various commands you can do. In the case a program doesn't have JAWS specific help, it just tells you there is no JAWS specific help. All that means is that there are only regular Windows commands and hotkeys to use. In that program. 
for example, if you have Microsoft Word open and you do that insert F1 command, uh, it'll bring up a window and they'll see, here's all the stuff you can do with JAWS in Microsoft Word. And it, it's smart enough to know what program you're in. It'll give you help with that program. Uh, one one real quick thing before we exit off of the topic is some time ago, I think it was Terry that was complaining that on Facebook on the phone, you're like trying to type something and you're like, oh man, I do the rotor and I can't get to edit to paste something in there. I think that's what the situation was. And mm-hmm. I thought, you know, I don't have that problem a lot. And I realized one day I was having the same problem. But what I noticed is, like when you tap the box and on your Facebook app on your phone, and if you, the next thing you do is touch the bottom of the screen where the keyboard is, then mm-hmm. you you always get the edit box, the edit command so you can paste. Mm-hmm. If you're not, if you don't touch that keyboard, or the copy, bottom, I think is down there. But if you don't touch the keyboard at the bottom and you do your rotor, the edit won't be there. It'll have different things, but edit won't be there. So just a little thing I discovered is... So you still have to go to edit, but then you go to the bottom. Yeah, like say you yeah. found something, you did a copy, uh, the, the funny uh, text somebody sent. Then you can go to Facebook, find you know, post post something... Tap, double tap on the edit field, and then the very next thing, touch the bottom of the screen where the keyboard's at, and as soon as you hear it say, you know, space or Q or something, just do your rotor, and then you'll yeah. rotor right right to where it says edit, and you can swipe up or down for pasting. Right. I found I found out something about the iPhone 15s. If I could mention something like that too, uh, is like anytime you have an alarm set on your phone normally you could just flip up from the bottom of the screen and it'll silence the alarm mm-hmm. it won't do that on the iphone 15 on the iphone 15 you either have to hit your lock screen button or uh up at the when it's, your alarm's going off if you touch in the right upper corner like where your battery is then you can then it'll say stop <laughs> it's like, oh so they put the stop yeah. button at the top and set at the bottom yeah, and so you got to hit dismiss or stop, whichever one it says. Mm-hmm. And oh, okay, because I'm sitting there flicking up, flicking up, flicking up, flicking up. It's not going off, and I hit the home, the the side button. Okay, there it went. But then, yeah, you know, usually the, if you find the home button on, on the screen, right there above the home button at the very bottom, it says stop. But they put the stop button at the top. Then I guess. Yeah, the upper right corner, and I was like, oh, okay. All right. But uh, there, again, there's a lot there for computers and accessibility. So I want you fellas to smile and be just as sweet as you possibly can. So incredible. Email. So nice and cozy. <laughs> ah, how I enjoy our little home. Uh, but now it would be time to move into email. Email. Do we have any email? Uh. And we have an email. Let's see which one it is here. Uh, oh, this one. Okay. Hi there, Keith, Terry, and Jill. My husband, George, is was stumbling through the woods, totally drunk, when he comes upon oh. a preacher baptizing people in the river. So when was this, Jill? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Did you send this? Let's see. He proceeds <laughs> like to walk out into the water. He bumps into the preacher. The preacher turns around and is almost overcome with the smell of alcohol when he asked him, are you ready to find Jesus? And George shouts, yes, I am. So the preacher grabs him, dunks him in the water, pulls him up and says, well, did you find Jesus? And George says, no. The preacher is shocked at the answer, dunks him in the water for a little longer. He pulls him out of the, the water and asks again, Brother, did you find Jesus? And George again answers, No. This time the preacher's at his wits end and he dunks him under the water again and holds him down for about 30 seconds and until he starts kicking his legs. He, he pulls George up out of the water. The preacher asks him again, For the love of God, have you found Jesus? George wipes his eyes, catches his breath, and says, Are you sure this is where he fell in? <laughs> From Gracie, if that's her real name, Jill. Uh, George and Gracie but, Allen. <laughs> no, no, it, this is from Walker's Corner, Oregon. Gracie from Walker's Corner. I guess Jill's off the hook on that one. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. Well, that might, might not be where he fell in at. I don't know. We could go downstream a little bit. Maybe, maybe float it down. Oh, well, why should she take that attitude? Some person in every block, in every town and city in the United States is doing exactly the same thing. Final thoughts. Some strange things have turned up. But anyway, that makes it time for our final thoughts. And I was going to scour my list for some Valentine's Day ones, but I couldn't. I didn't have time for that. There's not many out there. Here's our final thought. What did Rosemary say when Sage proposed? It's about time. (laughs) This morning when my husband got out of bed, he tripped over my bra. He said it was a booby trap. Well, my doctor told me to eat more Taco Bell. Well, he actually said less McDonald's, but I'm pretty sure I know what he meant. (laughs) Roses are red, violets are blue. Why they're called violets, I don't know, because they're blue. Being a woman is hard. You always want to buy something, lose weight, or eat something sweet. That's all there is to that one. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, crickets, go away, go away. Yeah, go away, crickets. <laughs> uh, please be patient. My joke about procrastination will be ready soon. <laughs> Roses are red, violets are blue. My lovers like razors, laser. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this laser focused. 
Nine out of ten times when I lose something, it's because I put it in a safe place. Oh, yeah. But here's I don't forget. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I asked my grocer why garbage bags have become so expensive. He says, there's been a hefty increase in demand. <laughs> hefty. <laughs> hefty, hefty, hefty. I hear you, but I'm just not listening. <laughs> I ate cake because it's somebody's birthday somewhere. Oh, yeah. You see the snow one every time that hat goes on his head. Yeah. Yep. What do dyslexic zombies eat? Brian's. <laughs> 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 How does Moses make coffee? He brews it. (laughs) If I had to stretch this dollar any farther, it looked like George Washington had a facelift. (laughs) (laughs) I just burned my Hawaiian pizza. I guess I should have put it on Hawaii temperature. The study has shown that women who carry around a little weight live longer than the men who mention it. (laughs) Well, don't try to figure me out. I'm a special kind of twisted. (laughs) My niece once dated a guy who was a magazine hoarder. He had lots of issues. Hoarding magazines. <laughs> <laughs> I childproof my house, but somehow they're still getting in. All right, all right, all right. Just a minute. I'll open the door. Never mind. I'll walk through it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They do that. I did some financial planning, and it looks like I can retire at 98 and live comfortably for 11 minutes. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was taking origami classes, but I had to stop. There was too much paperwork. (laughs) Uh, What stays in the corner but travels all over the world? A stamp. Stamp. Okay. Don't take life too seriously. You'll never get out of it alive. Everybody says it, but nobody means it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I had an uncle who worked for a tree surgery business. He was a branch manager. Ranch. Um, when a toddler hands you his ringing toy phone, <laughs> no matter how bad you think you are, you'll still answer it. Hello. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, not too tough for doing that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm glad I had a childhood before technology took over. Oh yeah. <laughs> Go out and play. If H2O is the formula for water, would that make ice H2O cubed? <laughs> you never appreciate it till it's gone. Toilet paper is a good example. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here's a prayer we should all pray. Give me the strength to walk away from stupid people without slapping them. Kill the wabbit, kill the wabbit, kill the wabbit. What's the difference between a man in bike shorts riding a bicycle and a man in basketball shorts riding a unicycle? Attire. They have a different attire, and the bikes have a different tire. <laughs> I heard Donald Trump is going to ban shredded cheese so that he can make America great again. Get your graders out, I can multitask. I can listen, ignore, and forget at the same time. Well, that's rather a coincidence, isn't it? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Talented. Why do cows wear bells? Because their horns don't work. Uh, many people treat their bodies as if they rented them from Hertz. <laughs> Those are my cars, don't we? Mm. <laughs> Not my car. I have two, maybe three good Motown puns for you. Four tops. Four tops. <laughs> All right. Imagine if you walked into a bar and there was a long line of people just waiting to take a swing at you. That's the punchline. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm back. Um, when do you stop at green and go on red when you're eating a watermelon? Oh, yeah. True story. Texting is like being deaf. You talk your fingers off. <laughs> uh, why is sun tanning not an Olympic sport? Because the best you can get is bronze. <laughs> you know what really bugs me? Insect puns. <laughs> What do cowboys pay for marsupials? A buckaroo. 
think I can squeak out one more here, but I probably shouldn't. Um, this sounds familiar, but I'm going to say anyway. What do you call a wreath made out of $100 bills? Aretha Franklin's. What did Idaho be owed for Mary of Land? Okay. Oh, ish. Uh, State joke. I don't have any more, so. Well, that's, we're going to have to end it down then. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, a. Here's one to end on. A person who studies dinosaurs should really be called a dinocologist. Dinocologist. <laughs> T-Rex has his feet up in the stirrups. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing under doctor? Rawr! Dinocology. <laughs> Dinocology. Oh, wow. I guess that is the place to stop right there. <laughs> Something beyond our poor knowledge. So long, fellas. See you later. So long, Alex. So long, Marty. <laughs> so long, fellas. See you later. Which means it is part of the show where we sign off. This is your host, Keith, saying thanks for listening. Tell a friend about us. Uh, while you're out and about, uh, stop by our webpage, thatsoundsfunny.com. While you're there, you can send us an email. Tell us your own fanny, fanny family story. Instead of funny family story. Uh, you can send, uh, send us a comment on any of the show notes. Uh, you can listen to any of the shows right there from the players on the page. And, uh, of course, if you happen to stop by your favorite directory, write down a, a good rating and review and uh, with all of that it's just time to say this is your host Keith signing off thanks for listening and we'll see you next week bye bye send this email tsf at that sounds bye bye <laughs> see you later that sounds funny that sounds funny Two blind brothers and a blind sister. We tell it the way we see it. Okay, that's enough.